T-minus three, two, one, zero. Hey, my friends, welcome to another episode of the Launch Sequence Podcast, episode 65. And as you can see, I got a real happy, oh, wrong way, real happy Kronzi with me today. <laughs> and we are here to d discuss some, oh, some exciting stuff, some polarizing topics. First, it's going to be, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll chat about Star Citizen, what's going on, what's fun, what's good. But Kronzi put out a video earlier this week with a very interesting discussion topic about reactions to Jumptown and PvP and when it should and should not be done. So we're gonna dive we're gonna dive full into that. But first, uh, how have you been? I have been fantastic. I have been very, very good. Uh, but I am always good, even when <laughs> I'm mad, which we'll sort of go through today. Even when I'm very bad at anything, I'm happy. I'm always good. That's good for angry topics. Thanks for exactly. thanks for join, uh, joining me today. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. So I guess let's start by talking about um, kind of where things are with Star Citizen, because the discussion that we're going to get into is kind of contextual, like PvP and the way that it's considered seems to change constantly in this game with the features that are added. We, is that do you see a lot of PvP right now, like in especially with the expanded servers? Yeah, definitely more than we used to. Uh, which is to be expected. 100 people versus 50 people is quite a difference, especially when you consider sometimes uh, there's only maybe one person doing PvP in your server. If that, now they are in every server, that sort of thing. And that's right. fine. That's great. I love that. But it does mean that you will experience it a lot more often. And sort of part of the conversation that we're going to be talking is... There's a lot of people that don't realize just how core of an aspect PvP is to the game, and it's making their experience worse. Right. And that's that's something I think affects a lot of people when they jump into Star Citizen is not just PvP, but like a lot of different things are things that you don't actually know exist. A lot of people, when uh, they started talking about Death of a Spaceman last year, it was like before 315, they started bringing it up. People were like, this is going to kill the game. This will this will not, like Star Citizen won't last with this. And you realize just how many people didn't know that's been part of the plan since day one. Mm. That that seems to be a pretty big issue. Is that down to CIG though, in your opinion? Or is that more the community's kind of job to keep that stuff in the in the limelight? So it's obviously very important for CRG to, you know, tell people the game that they're playing and tell them what can happen to them and what they can expect to experience. And for the most part, I don't think they do a terrible job explaining that PvP, you know, exists in the game. The issue does come a bit more from the greater community. And because we have had this very, very large influx of players within the last six months, a lot of those players don't know what to expect. And when any form of pvp begins happening toxicity starts breeding basically from both sides because you you get an instance of and i, I sort of explained it in my video you get an instance of billy gets really excited he just got his roc he's heard about it from his favorite content creator hello is this working hello oh my god uh, freaking oh go xlr <laughs> I, I moved it like a quarter of an inch and it all, everything yeah. broke. Every, like everything <laughs> stopped working. Um, 
Jeez, sorry about that. Okay, that's right. We gotta, we gotta. I, I'm gonna have to ask you to repeat whatever it was you were saying before. Um, gosh, where were we? It was right before you started talking about Billy and hypothetical people with the rock get, they got from the car. Yeah, so I don't remember what what exactly uh, we were talking about, but if you could just start back from the beginning of that thought. Yeah, I'll try it. Before we started, before we, before we crashed, guys, we were talking about uh, we had the official release date for Star Citizen. We're never going to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> that was it we found Whoops. out the release date when is everything getting done when is chris coming to vi visit us all personally um so yeah what i was saying was more or less uh there's a lot of not misinformation but a lot of new players that come into the game don't know what to expect with pvp and what that means happens is when pvp does happen to them they end up, you know, getting kind of rightfully mad. Like, if you don't know what to expect, I can see why you would get very mad with, you know, that sort of PvP happening to you. But then mm -hmm. they start flaming general chat. The PvP player goes like, oh, why is this guy yelling at me? They start flaming general chat. Just becomes really toxic. And then because we have all these dynamic events now that in-game communication is incredibly important, you can't just, like, turn off chat and continue doing what you're doing like some of the time during like Jump Town and Siege of Arison. So then all of just everything that happens becomes toxic. And right. it's a thing that I've noticed happening a lot recently. I've heard people have experiences with this recently. And while it's, it's even right now, it's not too bad, but it's getting worse. And if it gets to a point where it is really bad, it'll be too late. I see where you're coming from. Let's, let's take a step back and... Mm -hmm look at the new player experience like why why is it that people jump into star citizen and expect what they expect where do you think most people are getting their opinion of what this game is because like you could see even even cig themselves put out a single video that says what is star citizen like i would expect them to do a series right a series about the things mm. that they're trying to do and have those be a permanent fixture on their youtube channel to explain in depth every part of star citizen so people know but it seems like people are getting a very limited view of what the game is aiming to be and then being kind of blindsided when these features come online. Where do you think people are getting their ideas mostly? So the vast majority of it is, uh, I, I think, content creators just in general. Um, and it's not necessarily even on the content creators themselves where the, like, the issue lies. Uh, I think people see stuff like a morphologist architect review or they see something like um uh i forget the name of the creator but the guy that did the prison escape and they take bananas. those uh, uh bananas yeah, bananas yeah and they look at those and they go that's what the game is when really it's not the, the there are other videos out there of course but none of them sort of reach the amount of views and the amount of uh, recruitment power. Uh, some of these videos, they're just like, hey, look how beautiful the game is. And right. it is beautiful. Like, of course, of course, they Looks get nice. that, yeah. those many views. Exactly. So you, you end up getting these people that just have never either experienced it or have maybe heard, oh, there's this thing called PvP that's happened sometimes. I played for eight hours yesterday. It didn't happen to me. Next time they log on, it happens to them. And then everything goes downhill. 
Uh, also, of course, this doesn't happen to everyone. It might not even be a majority of new players that this is happening to, but it's happening to enough of them that it's becoming an issue. One thing that was absolutely insane to me, and it's kind of what kicked off me researching a bit more about this, was during Jump Town, there were people in general chat, uh, like in the global chat, unironically saying it's not a, PvP, a PvP event, it's a money event, and the fact that you're doing PvP is making the game worse. And that blew my mind. Huh. So that's an extreme take, obviously, but uh, those opinions do exist out there. And while they are a minority, it's it's rough. It, I, I get where they're coming from in that it's a money event, but you can't just not you can't just not do PvP. I mean, mm. it's it's within the bounds of the game, right? Even if uh, I don't know, there was a race, there was a racetrack, and they hosted public events at uh, the snake pit, let's say, and people were shooting each other, you couldn't necessarily be like, hey, you can't shoot. Because it's not like there's any rules for the event. It's just like you go in and you take part in that event. It's limited by whatever the game does. Um, mm. Now, I'm not, I'm not a person who thinks that every single moment should be that risky. And I think we'll talk a little bit about that and how, you know, what, what kind of things the game can do to make sure that's not always true. But... I guess we can kind of jump into that now. The The biggest, I think, thing that is causing this right now is just how limited the space is. Not in that Stanton is a small system by any means, but Stanton is running on a single law system with a single kind of, yeah, there are different felonies for each planet, but it's like a blanket across the whole system as to what's expected. I feel like if once Pyro comes in or even after that other systems, you start to get opportunities to do things in certain places with less risk than others. So you kind of move out of those places being Stanton. What do you think about that? Yeah, so I fully expect that to be 100% the case. And once you get a system like Pyro, which is going to have more gameplay opportunities for people who are interested in participating in criminal behavior, whether it be bounty hunting or otherwise. Um, the issue I have, though, is that toxicity breeds really early and it's happening right now and it needs to be stopped right now we've seen games exist for 20 years or more than 20 years since online gaming has existed when a community starts off toxic it gets much worse down the road yeah it gets more and popular exactly i don't want that to happen to star citizen uh and the solution is kind of simple which is, at least for part of it, which is just moderation tools. We need them now. Right. We need to be able to mute someone. We need to be able to in-game report someone. It's the only way that at least I can see this not turning into a bigger issue. So you're, you're, you're talking about self-moderation tools. When you say mute, do you mean like it removes all record of that person on like, you can't see their global chat stuff, you can't hear their voice, that kind of mute? Or... Yeah, like an ignore. Like, okay. whatever this person says, I'd, like, yeah. get it away from me. I don't care. Because there are obviously some things where people will just straight up break TOS. They'll say absolutely abhorrent things, uh, and they can get reported outside of the game, which is an issue at its own right, that it should be you should be able to report them in-game. But it's not necessarily those people that become the larger issue. The larger issue is just general toxicity, which you are legally allowed to be toxic there's nothing necessarily it is your that. right yeah it is your right to uh to be toxic but that's not fun 
So, you know, I'd like to be able to ignore that. Um, and I think some of the issues, so only some of the issues get fixed there. And you think, you think generally those people won't be heard. They'll just eventually fade away, just leave on their own. Yeah, or change, like, I'd hope they would change their behavior. But yeah, either, either leave or yeah. all that. I, there's got to be, I, I'll keep coming back to the fact that like we need to get better at telling like people, helping people understand what this game is about. That's why I wanted to start mm -hmm. doing YouTube in the first place because it's really hard to find out more about this game. Um, and it keeps getting more and more crucial that people understand this stuff. And as you said, like we're at a point where we really need to start, I wouldn't use the word moderating, but, but, uh, setting better expectations on what to expect. Mm. We, we spend all of our time, and this is something I complain about on my own live stream, we spend all of our time debating this game, whether it's going to ever come out, whether uh, it's been developed for too long, whether it's a scam, whether they're siphoning away money. Like These are the topics that constantly get developed surrounding this game, or uh, discussed surrounding this game. When mm. something like this, I think, is much more important for people to have in and outside of the community, because this is the kind of stuff that defines whether you're actually going to like it or not. Yeah. And uh, sort of as a, as a disclaimer to everyone, I, I think right now Star Citizen is one of the best communities I've ever been a part of. A lot of this is me just being scared that these issues are going to get worse. And I obviously don't want to see them get worse. And I assume a lot of you guys don't want to see them get worse. You're taking a, a proactive stance on this, because... Yeah. I agree. the The community in Star Citizen is the reason this game has survived this long, and that probably adds a little bit of importance to what you're saying. The community has driven this game forward from teaching new players to creating websites that help people get what they need to running tutorials and and orgs and and guides in game. Like almost all of the stuff that a person would experience to get them into playing this game comes from the players. So. Mm it's important that that community bond sticks around for as long as possible. And we try to ingrain it into something permanent. I agree. Yeah, there is, I think, uh, with the, you know, when, when people sort of consider some of this PVP that to, to long back is maybe considered just regular PVP. There is sort of like a sore thumb, sore moment, whatever words are hard, uh, <laughs> where the fact that the criminal system is a bit iffy, uh, and, you know, uh, right now, like the prison system is rough, although we'll talk about what got announced today. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole idea of like, if someone does participate in PVP, from from a perspective of someone who's doing PVE, they aren't being punished enough. Like they are okay with that happening as long as, you know, like, oh, well, good luck in prison. Right. Um, so there's a little bit of that element to it. And I think that's it's it's a reasonable opinion to have that like yeah that's they're not getting punished enough let's see some some harder action but i want to point out that a lot of people think that punish them means they shouldn't be able to play the game rather than what it should be which is you should be forced to have an enjoyable time in prison <laughs> right yeah yeah the because yeah. being a pirate isn't a bad thing it's just a different mm -hmm. thing like you should exactly. get punished in that you're removed from the general population but it should still be fun like you should still be mm. able to enjoy something, definitely. And the law systems got awful. I mean, I thought when they yep. introduced it that it wasn't great, but it was adequate for what we had at the time. But I expected them to iterate on it a lot more. And we, I talked about this um, with uh, 
uh, Salty Mike, I believe, a couple weeks ago and how they've got this dilemma of like, or at least they've always suffered from this dilemma of they've introduced something to make sure it works because it's an alpha and that's really all they're aiming for. And then they just kind of drop it and they don't really work on it that much. And we're, we're seeing that change a little bit with like locations and derelicts and some of these missions and even now with new prison improvements, like you said, but that still does seem to hold them back. And with the criminal system, I think that's the worst place to stagnate because this is what happens. Mm. It, it starts to be a little bit unclear to people. What's what's griefing or or like going outside of your bounds and getting in trouble versus just doing something different, getting sent to prison and then getting out because that's part of the game. Mm. Um, it's yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's a system and like this conversation is something is one that will probably have to happen a couple of times over the course of the next year, especially as we will also start to see most likely illegal behavior kind of change once we get cargo refactor, right? People uh, that have already talked to and already come from the conversation have said like, well, right now I just consider PVP like or the only reason they're doing it is because it's fun, which I do want to point out. PVP is fun <laughs> for a lot of people. And I that mean, is a legitimate reason to do it. Yeah. But it, from, from, from the perspective of someone who's died from it, it's like, oh, well, they didn't do it for any monetary value, so that's griefing. Well, they're probably going to start doing it for some monetary value now. So, um, yeah, their, their opinions on that might change. Yeah, there's so much to discuss with, like, when is it when is it piracy? When is it griefing? Like, in which location? Because you're in one system, it's piracy. You're in another system, it's griefing. You're in one mm. system where killing people is what you're supposed to do if they stepped on your burnt toast. Whereas in the other system, <laughs> like, if somebody shot at your spaceship you should probably call the cops and it's like that kind of balance uh that kind of distinction between areas is just another complication for the whole stanton versus pyro thing but also and uh what was i gonna say Jeez, it just like slipped my head <laughs> oh reputation i think should what do you think of reputation taking the place of the crime stat? Like completely getting rid of the crime stat and just saying like a negative reputation affects the way that you're handled instead. So I would I would say don't get rid of crime stat necessarily, but at the very least incorporate reputation into it. Um, and honestly, it kind of feels like that might be where they're heading. Mm -hmm. um, in today's uh, ISC spoilers, uh, there's some changes happening to prison gameplay and there's some changes happening to security post career, which was a really well-timed ISC for this conversation. Yeah, yeah that's well. fantastic. Throw some B-roll <laughs> on there. Yeah, exactly. So during uh, prison, they're moving towards adding some more things to get rid of your time so that you're not just either escaping, mining, waiting, or doing the gas canister missions, the, mm -hmm. the, the, air, the ventilation missions, that's what yeah. they are. Uh, and one of the things they sort of mentioned was like uh, some good behavior type missions where you're going in and you're collecting some of the shanks and turning them into the authorities, right? And they'll be like, hey, you did a good thing, you snitch. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for all these shanks. Time. Yeah. Uh, as well as some other things for, for some of the criminals that want to stay in there as well. Like there's a lot, a lot changing there, but that would actually lead itself into, I would think, a bit of reputation to the point that maybe reputation with specifically Clasher, right? Or Clasher is actually how it's supposed to be pronounced, apparently. Oh, Which really? weird to me. Clasher? Yeah, it's, it's Clasher, as if it had an I after the E. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. It's okay. how they were pronouncing it all ISC. It was really weird. I was very confused. Like, where is that? Uh, what are they talking about? 
Yeah, I was, <laughs> there's so many there's before. so many names in Star Citizen that are already debated. Like they just keep naming things very uh, oh. differently pronounceable. <laughs> it's so funny. One hundred percent. And one that got me. I was watching a Captain Burke stream, and he called you Terp, you trip, and that <laughs> that broke me. I was so mad. You trip. Yeah, you trip. See, there's... I don't know if he, I don't know if it was a once, once in a like a blue minute thing, but oh, that that broke me. All and kinds of that's that's how diverse the community. We can't even a agree on what to call things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, having a reputation system with like Clashoff, where cool if you have been going into prison in any of these UAE systems, if you've been going to Clash or rehabilitation centers, you, if you don't escape, if you've been doing a lot of the mining if you've been handing in a lot of these things and you haven't been involved in uh pvp inside the prison that sort of thing that maybe your times get a little bit faster maybe your crime stat takes a little bit longer to go up something like that i know that's not really realistic if you're going to prison over and over and over again that they're going to be like oh well you're a good citizen <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be hard if you get to prison but from a gameplay perspective i think that's that would be good right yeah um yeah I wonder if uh, if they'll let us out of prison if we agree to be employed by Hurston. It's the same thing, right? It's just one form of slavery for another. <laughs> I don't mind that. You can get out of prison. Oh, okay. So imagine you're in prison, you get contacted. We've got an early, early workers release program. All you have to do is stand in the middle of this field in Aberdeen while we weapons test on you. Is that okay? <laughs> that cool <laughs> easy <laughs> we just need you to tell us how much radiation is in this area can you go yeah go lay down for a couple of days <laughs> uh, that's yeah that's that's Hurston for you um you know there was something that you had mentioned in your video about how how angry people get because like you said when a newcomer came in they got their their rock and they're doing some mining and like somebody comes up kills them takes their stuff goes and sells it like that's pri that's piracy that works mm -hmm. it's it's a thing that you can do but the person who dies is fuming right very angry because they put in so much time and effort and did all this stuff and then it just got ruined like that and i feel like one of the reasons that happens is because there's so little to do or or there's so little in the game that you have to spend so much time preparing just to do the most simple thing. Like you want to go and do some mining with your friends. You have to both get to the same space station, both make sure that your ships are there. Make sure your ships have all the components, spawn those ships, fly to the area, find something, get down, start doing the lasering. Like there's so much time. That's like an hour of gameplay before you're actually reaping the rewards of what you've been doing. And then you die just like that. And I feel like if there was more to do in between those times, more to make it feel worthwhile, it might not feel like such a major thing to, to die like that. But I don't know. What do you think of that? Uh, yeah, I also think a large part of that, because I understand that, because of course you're going to get frustrated for putting in that time. Everyone would. And I think a, a thing that sort of pushes it over into the edge of like you just actively hating it is risk versus reward. Right. It is... To do PvP right now is mostly risk-free just because it's so easy to get out of prison. Um, whereas if you're just doing ROC mining, you just lose maybe... Uh, sorry, you'll, you'll end up losing like two or three hours of time for nothing. 
and they've just they've gotten you like that you you were barely able to protect yourself but the point that i was sort of more making in the video itself was that that player will then do the exact same thing again and they're not really necessarily learning from that behavior because they still don't because they don't consider that legitimate gameplay right right it's blame them instead of trying to improve how i'm playing necessarily but the game so doesn't really no it makes sense but the game also doesn't really give you the tools to do that yet right you can't give someone yeah. a mission to to escort you or to fly security it's kind of a very haphazard sort of handshake trust kind of thing you can't mm. you, you honestly you can't even know besides the little dead body indicator you can't know if there are pirates in that area or that is where you were killed previously because you can't do any long-range scanning you can't see on the on the star map you know oh there's a lot of criminal activity here so we don't necessarily have the tools to learn from it either we all we know really is hey i died when i went there maybe next time i go there nobody will be there to kill me yeah i will say one thing that i feel like is ignored a lot though and it's something that i learned from eve when i was doing trade runs was uh and it also kind of leads on to what we're saying before is people watching global chat because there is usually bound to be whenever there is PvP happening in a zone. Um, shout out to Xperia for always catching me every time I uh, head off to uh, <laughs> Crew One. Uh, people will be talking about it in chat, uh, and you can just sort of be careful in that sense. But that's not going to be the case every time, and that isn't something that gets taught to you by any mechanic in game to to look out for that sort of thing or to watch in your comlink list for you know, notorious PVP players or, or orgs. Um, so like, yeah, you, you are right. It's just, I think that there is more that those players can do that they need to learn Yeah, to avoid those situations. That's fair. There is, there's, there's always something that you can do. Um, do you feel like, do you feel like there's a lot of uh, people who want to get more into PVP and aren't? Uh, probably it's a very weird barrier at the moment because it's like you're either there's either not enough in-game monetary incentive because like i said the incentive of i want to kill players is still 100 percent there and that's yeah. a thing that a lot of people do uh or it's just that there's not enough people to learn from although avenger one crushing his uh his pvp skills at the moment yeah avenger one uh john winters like there are definitely people to go on and look at and they'll tell you how to how to fly i honestly i need some training because i i'm terrible i don't know how are you at dog fighting <laughs> dog fighting terrible i didn't know how to really fly a ship properly until we did the xgr race and i learned it specifically for that so if i fly anywhere else properly like i want to try hard it's not nothing you did great on that work. you were doing fantastic on that so that was I, i'm surprised that was like the first time you really got up to snuff to fly but that was pretty good yeah, I need to. Uh, I need to go through some courses. I'm not great. Yeah, it's it's the classic, right? It's just lots of practice. You just need to keep practicing over and over and over again. And I need to practice in locations that aren't this one racetrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing is, there's also, again, this comes back to I guess we I, did we talk about security post Korea yet? We did talk about a little bit about that. Not much. We talked more about prison. Yeah. Okay, well, how about we just go to that? I was going to mention that and talk about kind of how it's a center of PvP or a center of combat that people can expect. Um, but why don't you go deeper into depth with that? Because you said that was updated on ISC as well. 
Yeah, so we got a roadmap roundup about two weeks ago. We got news that there's going to be changes to security post-career. And today during ISE, we actually got our first taste of what that's going to be. And they're adding a lot to it. Like they're adding a lot of actual tangible content to security post-career. This is going to mean way more players are going to be there. We're already at 100 server cap with rumors that it's likely to go larger and larger as we get 318, 319, although we'll see what happens. Regardless, it'll be larger at some point. Yeah. Uh, as well as um, they have removed the ability to hack away your crime stat at other locations. So if you want to hack away your crime stat at all, you're going to have to head to security post career, which is also going to mean you're going to have to fight the guys at security post career because they're adding way more NPCs. You're going to have to fight the boss, which is now going to be spawning at security post career. There's a boss. There is a boss, which is super cool. I love that. Yeah, the the whole idea is you get the data pad off him and then you use that to hack the system. Okay. Um, and there is one final really interesting uh, incentive to now go to Security Post Korea, which is it's kind of like a mini jump town. It's going to spew out drugs and other contraband. Wait, what? Um, yeah, but it's, right. it's going to be a smaller version. So it's not like Jumptown where it's just like, here's the most expensive drug over and over and over again. Sure. They sort of mention it'll sometimes it'll just throw out scrap. Sometimes it'll throw out whatever, but it is supposed to be. Wait, but why, out there. why is the Crusader owned security space station putting throwing drugs out? No, you, you, when you grab your, like you kill the guys, you kill the boss. Yeah. And you go into like the evidence room. Okay, you, I okay, it's, it's like I see, that. I and see, then it I spews see. it out from a from a box. Gotcha. Um, I'm just thinking like drug shopping out here at the local police station. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sir. I would like your finest widow. <laughs> so yeah, so security post career is going to become an absolute hotbed of PvP activity. Uh, there's one more thing, sorry, that's actually also relevant, which is once a certain threshold of guards has been killed at security post career it's going to trigger a server-wide mission, uh, similar to how you have when someone gets like a bounty from escaping prison or someone puts a comm link down, that sort of thing, uh, where it basically says, hey, come help us because some guys have overrun our security post. Uh -huh. So you go there, you go to try to kill the players. So yeah, absolutely going to be a massive hotbed of PvP, which makes this conversation even a bit more relevant because we're yeah. going to see this way more. And the, the concern that I'm hearing from a lot of players and I, I don't agree with them, but it, I can't discount their concerns, is that the fact that we won't be able to do our, do our crime stat at other locations like Microtech and Hurston is going to just make the whole system bad. Um, so it's an, it's an interesting development, I guess. It is. That's a very, because it basically turns that into a PvP beacon, right? Anybody who wants mm. to experience PvP no longer has to go into global chat and ask for it. They can just go kill enough people at Korea and the game will do it for them. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting change, but for, I mean, turning it into a whole mission and making it have a boss and waves of enemies and then also on top of that bounty hunters who are players, but also then making it mandatory is very risky i think because you can get a crime stat right now for a lot of things and yeah. to be to be honest i think more often than not i'm gonna end up getting a crime stat and probably just do a character reset or something 
because a lot of times I just don't have the time. Like that's a that's an hour, right? You're gonna have to get mm. suited up. You're gonna have to probably get some friends. You're gonna have to figure out how to get in without the turrets messing you up, and then get on board and kill the whole security team, and then hope you have enough ammo and everything to defend yourself. It's gonna be a very very time consuming activity to do when a lot of people get accidental crime stats for things like. Mm. I don't know, bumping into somebody else's ship and getting charges. I guess that that's a misdemeanor, but you can and you can definitely get easy accidental crime stats and putting forcing you into that might be a bit rough. Yeah, and it sounded like that is the concern from a lot of people, which at first kind of confused me because I was thinking, well, if it's all about, you know, I have an accidental crime stat, I need to go get rid of it. It is just faster to just go to prison and do one one mission it is incredibly fast right which does sort of go back to the thing of it shouldn't be that fast but there's bugs so it's it's good that that's that it's that fast and so i was wondering well why does it matter so much then and that really sort of just came down to it it's fun it's it's fun to go get rid of your crime stat like that right it's fun to go down to a bunker kill a couple of guards and hold down the fort and now that's going to be just borderline impossible for a lot of players right Solo players are kind of screwed, I feel. Like mm, if you're exactly. if you're three days into the game and you are a solo player, how are you how are you gonna clear your crime stat? You're gonna have to find yeah. somebody in global chat to help you. Yeah, you're gonna be forced into prison, and as we described, prison is kind of lame unless you're doing <laughs> it just for speed. Right. Not much to do there, so yeah, I've been learning a lot the last week <laughs> about people's opinions. So yeah, you get a it's, lot of cool get a lot of opinions. You get a lot of education. Um, but it goes right back to our original topic, which is that this is going to cause more backlash from people when things happen. And I think actually the worst thing that this that could happen from this is a kind of a, a compound effect we've already seen in that you get into a situation where. Tensions are high. It's a PvP area, um, or maybe maybe not. Maybe tensions are not high, and it's not a PvP area. Maybe you're just chilling with some people. Two groups that just met. One person kills the other person, and the rest of the group realizes, "Oh crap!" Like this person's hostile, and they kill them, and they get a crime stat. So, you know, for defending your group, you get that crime stat. Now you have mm. to make that decision: Am I going to spend the next hour and a half doing Korea? Am I just going to go to prison? Or am I done playing the game until the next update? Like, there yeah. are a lot of things that I think they probably could have gotten into a better state before forcing players into such such a large investment of time. Yeah. Even like, because uh, I do understand them wanting to go security point Korea. We want we want to test PvP and we want to test what happens when you do have a basically a jump town that's open twenty four seven. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like PvP players attracted to that location. But at least like one other location that we could we could hack away our terminal would be nice. I yeah. had a good re a good um not recommendation a good uh, suggestion from someone in my community where it's like uh, the, it's cool for like CS four CS five but for CS one two or three it's kind of rough that it's this hard to get rid of your crime stat yeah. through through hacking. So bringing in something where it's a little bit easier for that even if you say. At that easier one, you can't do it if you're CS4, CS5, which also remember, it is hard to get CS4, CS5s. You're going to be committing a lot of player homicides. You're going to be doing many crimes before you get there. That's not going to be by accident, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> that's, a, that's a crazy accident. 
Exactly, yeah. Unless you kill an 890J full of 80 civilians, I don't think that's going to happen by accident. So I know somebody wants to do that. Yeah, me right now. That was actually <laughs> a genius idea. <laughs> I was kind of hoping hoping when Morphologist did his stream with uh the like 114 people in the 890J. I mm-hmm. really just wanted someone to go into pilot space, uh, seat and backspace. Oh my god! <laughs> I just wanted to see that so bad. How funny would it be if there was an actual like siren that played throughout the whole ship? Imagine the panic! Oh my gosh! A hundred players well, in close it does. proximity. It plays on other ships. On other ships, you get the, the play throughout the whole ship and stuff. I thought it was just in the cockpit. So I, I maybe I'm wrong. It might just be a cockpit. I don't remember. Might be wrong. Either way, the panic and hilarity that ensues from that would be absolutely <laughs> worth dying in a great ball of fire with a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, the 100 player servers. What if your what's your experience of those been? Overall, it's been good, except for the past week. Servers have been performing like pretty badly. We had this situation where uh, right after Jump Town and Siege of Arison, it felt like, at least from my experience and from people that I've talked to, the servers were running really well with 100, 110, 120 people in some cases. But last couple of days have been pretty bad. I, I assume it's likely to do something with PTU because they were doing a couple of PTU uh, patches recently, which hopefully will come to live soon because there's some good fixes in there. Uh, but otherwise, it's been great. It's it's felt amazing to have so many people everywhere. Just just seeing life in the verse that isn't random NPCs has been awesome. Yeah, yeah. Showing up at an outpost and seeing like a ground vehicle driving away is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Very you, happy with that. Yeah. Um. You mentioned the PTU stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Lots of speculation surrounding PTU and what that means for three eighteen. What is your uh? What's your read on the rest of the year? What do you think is going on with the updates right now? Uh, I do think 318 will get pushed a fair bit longer, probably November-ish at this stage. Uh, But I don't think that's necessarily because of like design team or engine team or anything like that. I think that's just because the game's not in an amazing state right now. You need to test 317.2 a bit longer or no one's going to play before 318 comes out. And that would suck. So I think the testing phase probably won't begin for another two weeks minimum before we hear anything out of like either Cardi. So you uh, think you think the yeah. delays are more on the 317.3 side rather than the 3.18 side? Well, I don't think there's going to be a 3.17.3. Well, whatever they're doing I, I, in the PTU yeah. right now, you think that's holding oh, them from testing 3.18? Most likely. I, 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 but the, at the same time, I'm never as... Uh, conspiratorial as a lot of other players who play star citizen i usually think cig have the best intentions um i'm I'm proven wrong sometimes but you know Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i think the the fixes that they have been showing in 317.2 are good fixes that we need so i'm glad they're doing them i just do think that means that they're likely like the the whole testing team is getting delayed delayed themselves. I don't think it's, mm-hmm. I think PES is probably in a state that it's ready for testing. I think salvage is in a, well, salvage is almost definitely in a state that's ready oh, for yeah. testing because we've yeah. seen so much of that in the last uh, two months. Like the ISC from last week where it was like, here's all the, here's how salvage works basically. Mm-hmm. Cargo refactor is an interesting one though. We haven't seen anything about it. So, um, yeah. What do you think I'm of skeptical. that? <laughs> I mean, so that, me and we talked about that again on a recent episode, um, me and Salty Mike. Uh, 
and how cargo refactor is kind of a disingenuous name because it's really just physicalized cargo it seems like mm. what do you think of the fact that they haven't they've basically shown us and said virtually nothing about it no monthly reports no iscs no roadmap roundups nothing yeah so i think it means one of two things if we don't if we don't see it within the next two weeks because i think there is like a little section there for them to show us some new stuff they don't show it within the next two weeks one of two things have happened either it is just really boring right which it probably is it's just here is cargo that is physical that i can move yay we've seen yeah, we, we know how that works tell right? me that on a monthly report uh true true that is fair uh so either that's happened or um it's getting pushed and there's there's bad things happening with it or it's not working the way they want it to it's not ready for release whatever it might be um so i'm not holding my breath for cargo refactor but PES, I feel like, is probably ready for testing. Salvage, probably ready for testing. One thing that was sad uh, was in the roadmap roundup this week, they announced that they accidentally said that the Arena Commander race overhaul was supposed to come in 3.18, but now it's coming in 3.19. That was something I was really excited for. Uh, and that wasn't even that's not even a real push, right? That's not even a, hey, it needs more work. That's just like a, oh, no, we, whoops. That's uh Yeah, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> That's annoying because I finished. I just finished a video um, coming out tomorrow talking about 3.18 features, and that's in it. So <laughs> I got to go back yeah, and change that. So ah, the joy of covering Star Citizen when <laughs> everything changes. Yeah. But that's... We are also in a point, though. We're, we've got enough weeks ahead that if we look back at 3.17.2, 3.17.1, etc., uh, features can still be added to it because they have been adding features in quite late. So if it does... if like cargo refactor gets pushed i might not mind too much depending on what else we get yeah that's kind of the joy of the new way they're doing the roadmap too i don't know um what your original opinion was of them shortening the roadmap but i feel like one of the one of the things that has started to happen more since then and this may be testament to their their workflow and stuff like that but it seems like we're getting a lot more of those late small features kinds of things that maybe were due for the previous patch but then they got pushed or or maybe things that were due for a later patch and then they got brought in. But the fact that we don't have like 70 features to look forward to over the next four quarters, but instead there's like 20 makes it feel like when something does come into a patch, it's a lot more significant. How do you yeah. think they've been doing with their new style of all that jazz? It's much less disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. You're not expecting things like you don't you don't get overexcited about something and then for it to get pushed. It's sort of I equated a lot to I used to be a massive Magic the Gathering player and you have spoiler seasons where it's like, "Hey, these are the cards that are going to come out in the future patch." That was a completely new thing that came about because internet existed, whereas previously you would have no idea what was coming at mm -hmm. all. You would just the day of that the set was released, you got to open the cards and find everything that was new. Kind of feels a bit more like that with Star Set now because we get really, really close to the release of each patch and then they go, also, here's five extra features. Right, yeah, so, yeah. Do you think they'll go further with it? Do you think they'll shorten the roadmap at all or do you think they're going to stick to it where it is kind of the next, I guess it's just the next quarter they show us, so they couldn't shorten it much more than that. Yeah, I think it'd be weird if they shortened it much more just because if you were going to join it much more, just, there's no point in having it at all. Mm -hmm. As well as with the amount of people that we know are working on uh, the game, that period of time is actually like, you can be reasonably confident in what you're working on right now, you know, rather than 
we think this is going to come out in a year. All right, well, I'm not even starting work on that for another six months. I right. have no idea if that's going to come out, right? Yeah. So I think I think this is probably a semi-accurate amount of time to guess those release dates. Yes, absolutely. We did a stream shortly after they made the announcement where we looked at all of the roadmaps that they had done. And uh, Odysseus Ithaca, member of the community, does the roadmaps visually. Very nice. Um, we would We would pick those up from what they were saying at the beginning of each year from like 2017 till now. And then we compare it to the actual patches that we got during those times. And like so often, so often after two quarters away from where we were at that time, their predictions were so far off that it wasn't even worth looking at. And like at some point they either had to decide that they sucked at it or that they were going to actually start to nail those predictions. And I think they decided on the earlier and kind of compacted that time. And I think it's helped a lot. Yeah, there's there's much less overhype. And then you actually start enjoying patches. Yeah. The amount of people that have been enjoying 3.17 too, well, a lot of that is probably because we didn't even know it was a patch until a month and a half before it came out. You, so, end, up, you end up not looking a year ahead anymore, more just like a quarter exactly. ahead. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. Um, so bringing it back kind of to the topic of today, mm-hmm. just, just to put a little nice button, a bow on it, know package it all up if you guys forget we were saying we hate players (laughs) (laughs) they're all terrible players suck um (laughs) the the problems that we're seeing crop up with the way the community reacts to specifically being killed by another community member seems like it comes down to a few different things first the communication like you said you know global chat is a big help to try and understand what's going on but also the education of the game itself and how, what people are expecting when they get into this game. Is there anything, anything else that you think factors into that and, and that people should really take away from this conversation regarding reactions to PVP and when you should and should not expect it? Uh, <laughs> I the think, question again. <laughs> well, I think we touched, we, we touched on a couple of the things. So like, yeah, like there are, Things that people need to take away to understand why this is important, why PvP Mm. is a thing, why they should be expecting it at certain points, and why it being done in places where PvP is planned isn't a bad thing. It's just a misunderstanding. But I'm I'm trying to figure out what are the things that everybody needs to know. So I think the biggest thing is what do the devs actually have in plan for the game? There's nothing necessarily wrong with not enjoying PVP. There's nothing necessarily wrong with being mad at PVP, but that is not where the devs want to take the direction of the game. It's not where a large community, a large portion of the community want to take the game. Having the threat of PVP, even if you never want to participate in it, which is often me. Me too. Is important. Yeah. It's, it's, I want it to happen over there, but if it happened, I know it can happen to me. And that's a really core aspect of me, you know, wanting to risk big trade runs, wanting to risk big mining runs. I think that makes it really, really exciting. And if that isn't the style of gameplay for you, then just let the devs know, but don't get mad at someone for playing the game correctly or, or just in a way that is allowed. Yeah. And that, that factors a lot into the fact that this isn't the only star system we're going to have. You're going to have your safe spaces yeah. where it won't be as risky. And that, but that's part of what makes certain jobs, like you said, cargo hauling a certain route 
a lot more fun or interesting and exciting than another route. You don't, it, you can't just be told that a route's dangerous. You, you have to see it. Mm, exactly. There is one thing, an, another community thing that I want to talk about that's okay. not not 100% connected to either of those, but goes along with a bit of like, you know, Star Citizen. Star Citizen Toxicity is appearing, uh, which is everyone's favorite event, the ship showdown. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Was that 400 dislikes that just appeared? What the hell? <laughs> so ship showdown is here. Firstly, mole for ship showdown. Very important. Number one, vote mole. Okay. Um, why, why the mole? Because it's the mole. Okay. Okay. On, yeah, no, they, I, it's, it's my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the favorite ship they've ever made. I think it's I, I think it's aesthetically super cool with how like utilitarian it is. I like the idea of that gameplay style. I just love it. It's my favorite ship. It's got a beautiful interior too. Oh, yeah. Although I do, I am mad that they made the raft interior better. Because now it's like I want to, I want to transfer it over. That's our go for you. They just keep making things better and better. Yeah. So yeah, Ship Showdown is back, and this event that is supposed to just be a bunch of good fun, show off, you know, some ships you like, take some screenshots, all that sort of stuff, is already becoming just gross. Uh, which is mostly because of what happened last year. It's sort of like, hey, this is just going to happen again, and I hate that. Uh, so yeah, if you do participate in ship showdown, just, it's okay. Let people vote for what they want to vote. It's fine. I don't know, man. I, I heard that they're ruining the universe. Yeah. I, I don't vote have for the PTV. You're actually a terrible person. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have literally no horse in the race. I love, mm. I love and hate all ships equally. I'm, I'm so much more here for like the features in the gameplay than the ships. I would like to see something that doesn't have skins get more skins. I think that, you yeah. know, like whatever needs more skins, do it, do it that way. But yeah, it does feel like it's kind of something that they made to build the community engagement and stuff. And like, like us humans like to do, it's become a place of argument and just kind of, like you said, a little bit of toxicity now. That's a bummer. Yeah. I think it comes from a place of what always happens when you have any sort of team aspect in anything, which is, you know, people start to jokingly go, ha nah, your thing's garbage. But then it becomes real and uh, it gets a bit awkward. Yeah. And people want to vote for what they want to vote for. And when you, when it looks like there's like a concerted effort against what you're voting for, I understand when that, you know, that, that gets a bit annoying. Cause it's like, you might be that one player who doesn't know anybody uh, versus somebody who has like a huge org or like a big group of people around them who they know can come and vote with them and change the whole vote. And it's like, well, that, that doesn't feel very fair. So I get why that can mm -hmm. be discouraging. But I've seen a lot of people, like you said, this year, just basically saying I'm not taking part this year. It doesn't feel like it's like it doesn't feel like I can make any difference anyways. Yeah. And it's just like you've got to remember, it's not just about here are the here are the skins and here are the the ships that are, that win or anything like that. It's just to show your appreciation for the ship that you like. Take a cool screenshot. Who doesn't love a cool screenshot of a ship, right? Like, it's fun to participate in it regardless. Yeah, have I will some say, pride. Though, I did see exactly. I did see one of the most terrible takes though, which uh, so I think Noobafire may have put out a video uh, for the PTV. They're like, hey, you should vote for the PTV for these reasons. 
And someone said that uh, he was doing it to manipulate the YouTube algorithm because everyone's voting for PTV, which that's a take. That's a take, apparently. Don't I don't think those two things are linked. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think voting me. for the PTV means you're looking for a YouTube video about it. But uh, no, it's not. But expect Tomatoes video tomorrow to be PTV related. I'm, I'm going to scrap the whole thing. I said I had to rechange the racing stuff, but no, I need PTV oh, yeah. front and center. <laughs> anyway, were you were you um, around yeah. when they introduced that? The ship showdown? No, the PTV. Oh no 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 no! I, I was of 2019. Okay. I, I'm late to the game. Okay. Late to the game, but extremely dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> Optimism. Yeah. That's yeah, that's good. Um well, I think I think we kind of nailed the rest of this topic. Um the real takeaway, I think, for me at least, is just that people we need to continue to educate people on what this game is and what to expect when jumping into it. You're you, there's a good chance you're gonna get attacked at some point. And there are things you can do to stop it, uh, not necessarily provided by the game, but by the players around you. And I think that's really important and something that that's what I took from your video. And as a content creator, I felt like that kind of inspired me to make sure to include that in my content more to explain to people why that kind of thing is going to happen, why it's important. So uh, I wanted to bring you on here to talk about it because I felt like it was a good message, wanted to spread it a little bit more and start some more discussion especially in the comments down below i know there's going to be plenty of good discussion in the comments <laughs> down below uh, about this topic and about how players should be maybe looking at it or just what other people's opinions are on it so thank you for yeah, joining me thanks for coming on and presenting this topic um but people are probably wondering where they can see the original video so why don't you explain to them where they might be able to find your youtube content maybe your streaming stuff and anything else you do yeah, so I'm Cruncy. I stream over, over at uh, twitch.tv slash Cruncy. And the YouTube video I posted uh, today and also technically three days ago uh, can be found at youtube.com slash YouTube.com slash C slash Cruncy. <laughs> That's how it goes. Um, in addition, if you if you do end up liking the, the hour-long conversation that we did, I'm actually going to start doing that every Monday with uh, different topics. So... If you nice. want to come and yell yell at me that I'm wrong, I will wel welcome it. Please do. You doing kind of a talking with the chat like you did with that other one? Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking we're, we're going to call it Comlink, I think. I'm trying to come up with a good I like name. that. Comlink, Comlink that's really works. good. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it'll be like, here's 10 minutes of me talking about a topic. And now let's let's bounce ideas off chat. Let's, let's, let's talk. Have a conversation. Yeah. That's fun to do. The um, I was talking to Ollie about how like the content for star citizen is going to change at some point it's going to be more gameplay focused as the games get game gets better but i'm actually surprised it seems like discussion is i thought that gameplay was going to start taking over a lot more but i really feel like discussion and figuring people's opinions has gained significance this year maybe because so many new people are coming in and there's a lot more opinions to be heard but it feels like there's a lot more interesting discussion going on than there was in years past. Yeah, I think I think as a whole, it's sort of grown a lot more. Um, conversation will always be relevant with such a dedicated community. It's always going to be a thing. Um, and I will say, at the very least, the gameplay-focused content at certain times has been getting extremely popular, like during Siege of Arson, Jump Town, 
uh, Invictus, that sort of thing, when, the, yeah. when there's these large events happening. Yeah. Last question, because you just made me think of this and I'm very interested in your take <laughs> on it. When do you think, because this year we're already kind of seeing, I think we're seeing like the foothills of Star Citizen's journey right now. When do you think we're just mm -hmm. going to hit a mountain and blow up? Blow up in a good way? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just run into the mountain, when you and, hit a mountain explode. and blow up. That's not, you know. No, we've got good um, wheels, so we'll we'll ride the mountain all the way up. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Pyro when Pyro gets released. That could be the moment, right? Um, but it's it's Star Citizen. We've never been able to predict anything. Yeah. Yeah, and every time I think it's going to be like I I also kind of feel like it's Pyro, but then I think about the things that we talked about today the law system, the reputation system, the economy, like those those little things that back you up when you get into the game still aren't going to be there when we get Pyro. So will it be enough to do it? I, I don't know. Mm. But anyways, that was the last one for you. Um, you're off the hook now. Thank you so much again for joining me. Thank you, everybody, for coming and checking out this latest episode. Remember, you can always support us on Patreon or on YouTube and of course, we're coming up weekly, so check back in here, maybe subscribe, and come check out next week's episode. But again, I'll catch you later, and thank you for joining us.